Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to hour two of the Rush Hour Morning Show, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, streaming online, WGNCradio.com. Hour two, let's get started with the head coach of the North Gaston Wildcats, assistant coach for the Queen City Bowl. Wow. Tomorrow, Dan Rothwell, coach, sounds like it's got a pretty good ring to it. How are you this morning? You got it pulled up over there? I, I do. I promise I do. All right, hold tight. Give me, give me just two seconds. Three, okay. two. Dan Rothwell, good morning. Can you hear us? I got you. Hello. Fantastic. Coach, how are you today? Coach, can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great having you on the show this morning. Coach, how does that sound? Assistant coach as part of the Queen City Bowl tomorrow at Olympic High School. Um, it sounds good, man. It's been exciting. You know, it's it's December and you're out there coaching football. You know, no place I'd rather be. So um, just an honor to go out there and, and enrich young kids and, and watch them have a good time and, and continue their all of their last high school football games. You know, Coach, the one question that I wanted to ask you in talking about this All-Star game is how difficult has it been for a lot of these guys that are going through exams right now at this point to, you know, suit up, get some practice in, knowing that they're playing an all-star game tomorrow. It's got to be it, it's got to be a great reward to be out there, but an odd time to be playing considering they're in the midst of exams right now as we speak. Yeah, um it's it's kind of it's kind of funny cuz Gaston County, we have exams this week, but um Mecklenburg County does not. So, um there's some guys that are getting ready for exams, there's other guys not um so it's kind of a different uh, push between different kids and um, some are kind of just skating through trying to end the semester and others are buckling down studying for exams and that type of stuff and um, some of them have basketball games that they're competing you know our quarterback um trent there from east gaston you know he he left mid-practice to go to a basketball game um, you know, JT, same same situation with him. He's on our basketball team here at North Gaston. So um, they're, they're balancing a few things. But, 
you know, their dream and their future is football and, and they're trying to maximize their opportunities and, and they're having some fun with it. Coach, a year ago you hadn't won a football game. Isn't that crazy? A year ago you didn't even win a football yeah. <laughs> didn't even win a football game, Coach. Turn that sucker around, made the playoffs this year, and look at you, you know, coaching at a bowl game with some of these kids and you get to be a part of their, you know, history on the way out the door, maybe some of them going to the next level. Man, what 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 kind of, what kind of ride has this been for you? You have to be just ecstatic about the situation. Yeah, it's been fun, you know. Um you know, you just got to trust the process. You know, the process is um, larger than the reward, you know, and, and when you do things the right way and, and you trust in everything that's going on and, and you'll reap those benefits of, of hard work and dedication and believing in, in yourself sometimes, you got to take a chance. And It's just, it's been fun, you know. And, and again, you know, I talked to the kids the other day, you know, uh, you know, people want to talk about what I've done, but they're more important than me you know, and, and believing in what I'm trying to send to them and that type of stuff. And I give all the credit to them and, and believing in what we're doing and putting that extra time in. And, and, you know, it's exciting and fun. Coach Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, what, what has been the upshot at North Gaston High School after the season came to a close? Of course, losing in the first round of the state championship playoffs – What's the conversations been like in the hallways, at the lunchroom? You know, are kids now energized and are ready to say yes to North Gaston football as to, eh, I don't know, coach, I don't know if I really want to do this. How many confirmations are you getting from kids that are now like, yeah, coach, next year I'm all in, I'm ready to go? Yeah, we've had a, we've had a quite a bit of that, you know, um, you know, and – they're excited. You know, when you win, you know, things are better. Um, kids are more excited. You know, a lot of people don't know. We only had five coaches on our coaching staff last year. Um, and, you know, I, even that, I got people reaching out to me, wanting, hey, coach, you got any open spots? Hey, can I interview for this? And, and that type of stuff. So just the energy around the program is just, it's a lot different, you know, going into this offseason than last. And the kids, hey, coach, when are we going to start workouts? When are we getting in the weight room? And, and all that kind of stuff. So it's just a, there's energy around here that, that I didn't see last year. And, um, you know, last year we dealt with some different things, obviously being 0-10, but, you know, just trust those guys that want to be here and put the work in and trust the process, and, and we're just excited to continue that. And, you know, I, I tell my kids all the time, you know, don't be satisfied with five and six either. You know, now we got to move it up another notch, and we got to get more – we got to get tighter with certain things and less play and more action and, and keep – keep this momentum going you know we can't be satisfied with just that coach rothwell let me ask you this question because you've you've seen this i mean with with all the places that you've been you understand where certain football programs it's just understood you're going to play you're going to go and you're going to be a part of the program everybody in the town knows it it's just it, – it's sort of a rite of passage, if you will. There are some programs in this area right now that have those same types of expectations. What are some of the things that you and your coaching staff, regardless of its size, are going to have to do to make it where it's automatic? Kids that are in high school that can play football 
absolutely do play football, and there's no hemming and hawing. There's, there's no, I don't know if I'm going to play. It's I have to play. It's part of what I do. Yeah, man, we got to build those relationships with kids from the beginning. Um, you know, relationships go a long way, you know, and that's why I keep telling my coaches we got to get to know these kids beyond the football field, make it more than just football. And, and you know, it, winning cures a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? And, and everybody wants to be a part of a winner. Everybody wants to be a part of that success. Everybody wants – those types of things. So we just got to build that culture here that the expectation is to play football and the expectation is to win. Um, you know, like when I was here before, like a year before this, you know, it was kind of like, okay, here we go. We're going to lose again. It's okay. Just play your hardest, that type of thing. Now the expectation is going to be, no, we're going to win, you know, and we're going to give the best shot. We're going to compete with the Crests and the Kings Mountains and that type of stuff and quit looking at them like they're the super giant of, you know, high school football and that we belong on the same football field as them and we can compete with them, you know, and that that's just what we keep pushing, you know, um, and, and we got the buy-in. And um, little by little, you know, we just talking to the guys, you know, we lose really four starters on offense and four starters on defense and we return everybody else. Um, so we got a young group, um, and they're excited. And now that they've tasted winning and that's the expectation for them, they can teach the younger group that comes in. This is the expectation. And that's the big thing is for these kids to push that agenda, not just the coaches. So that's where we're moving. And again, it's, it's fun to watch. Coach Brown and I were talking a little bit earlier. You, you know, Coach Sosby up at Crest, he lost everybody. He had like 19 of 22 starters coming back this year. You know he's thinking to rebuild. We talked about Coach Heron at Kings Mountain. You know good and well he's not satisfied with how that season ended. He's won five or six state championships, so he's not happy. You know Coach Hodge over here in Belmont, you know he's not happy. Their season kind of was a disappointment based on the fact that they went to the Western, uh, Western North Carolina Finals the last couple of seasons. So you kind of know where those programs are, but, you know, you, you guys get together and talk. You hear what coaches are saying. You hear what people say in the community. Do these other coaches and programs and people, do they think that this North Gaston team for this season was a fluke? Was it a one-off? Do they think you guys are here to stay? Because I know what you think. What's the word that you've heard from the outside looking in? You know, I mean, I think you get kind of an array of different thoughts. You know, some people will say, yeah, it was a fluke. Um, they lose JT in LA and that was their whole team. They're not, you know, you hear some of that. Um, but I mean, inside is, is what I, I focus on, you know, what, what my kids are and what they're doing and our coaching staff and our admin, um, our admin support has been great. You know, I mean, I'm in the principal's office quite a bit talking about, okay, where, where can we fit a guy in and that type of stuff. So, you know, if you get caught up in what other people think, you know, you'll, you'll never be happy, you know, and, you know, I think, you know, coaches see it, you know, the coaches around, they, they've contacted me and, you know, great success, good job, you know, you deserve it, you did a great job with them and that type of stuff, but they're focused on themselves too, you know, I, I don't care what you say, you know, Crest, they, they got a history, historic program that they're not going to be ready for a rebuild, they're going to say, no, we're going to win. You know, and that, that's just the mentality over there. So, you know, we got to come in and, and keep that success and keep that motor going, you know, and focus on what we do, 
You know, we can't focus on what other people do and what other people want to do. Let's focus on us, do what we do well, and let's get better. And, and that's the main focus for us right now. Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, obviously, um, the Queen City Bowl is going to happen tomorrow. Exams are going to wrap up. You're going to go to holiday break. You're going to come back in January. From your perspective, what are some of the things that you're going to be doing with those guys who have the time to either get in the weight room, get in the film room, get out on the field and can do some work, whatever that looks like, what are going to be some of the most important things that you're going to be trying to impart to them in preparation for this August? Yeah, our, our big thing this offseason is just a, a change of mentality. You know, change of mentality and the fact that we love the weight room, we love the focus, we love the work, you know, put the time in. You know, uh, programs change in the weight room, man. Um, I, you can build a thousand, you can build a thousand, you know, different game plans, you know, but when they fall in love with that weight room and you can move people and you can, you can be a little bit faster in those types of situations, you know, that's one thing that we lacked. You know, you watch the game against – you know, Kings Mountain and Crest and Ashbrook and those those games that, that we fell short, those were some of the things that we were missing is that that power and, and size, you know. So how do we combat that? We get in the weight room and, and fall in love with it and enjoy it. And, again, don't don't make the offseason a, a conditioning and make them fall out of love with it and make it feel like a job. No, go in there and love it and have some fun. Love on the kids and enjoy the time and, and build those relationships and, and, again, build the size and strength in the program. That's our big focus right now. Dan Rothwell here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So, Coach, for you in particular, uh, what's life going to look like for you when you return in January? What are some of the things that you and your coaching staff – are going to work on to try to see your, you guys are going to go back into the lab too. What are some of the things that you guys are going to be looking to get into as it relates to building the program? Yeah, you know, we'll be, we'll be going to clinics. Um, we're already looking those up. You know, it's going to be a long off season for us and we're excited again. We're bringing back, you know, almost our whole backfield except for LA young group. Uh, we bring back a quarterback. Um, you know, he's going to dive into this offense and get, um, more comfortable in it and be able to spread it out a little bit more. Um, we're going to go in and, and hire these young coaches and, and coach up coaches. You know, um, we've already hired four guys. Um, they're young and they're excited to come in and join the staff. So, you know, coach those guys up, you know, and coach coach our coaches so our kids get better and develop and those types of things. You know, that's that's our job as as leaders is to bring these coaches in and lead them as well so that they can lead the kids, you know? So as, as a head coach, you know, my job is to get those guys ready to take my job someday, you know, and, that, and that's the way that I see it. You know, that's my job for them. So, you know, we're going to sit down, watch film. Um, we're going to self scout. We're going to see what we did. Well, we're going to see what we didn't do well. Um, and we're going to um, rip that up and, and figure out how we can be better as coaches. You know, it's only my second year as a head coach, so, you know, I can get better. Um, you know, my offensive coordinator, he can get better. You know, we can get better as a staff. And, and like the kids, you know, we aren't all perfect. So we're going to sit down and figure out those things that we can get better at. We're going to look at schedules and figure out how we can make the schedules better and just keep this excitement in the program going. 
Well, Coach, certainly next week, just as the break is about to come around, I'm going to be there Tuesday and Wednesday night as Stuart Kramer and East Gaston come in for some basketball action. I hope I'll be able to see you there for some of that. And by the way, when those other dudes come calling looking to be the PA guy at North Gaston, you tell them that role is filled, that you've got your guy, okay? You make sure that <laughs> All happens, right, sounds okay? good, man. All right. I'll definitely do that. Well, Dan Rothwell, thank you for spending some time with us this Friday morning. We wish you the best for tomorrow and moving forward with this North Gaston program. Hey, guys, thank you. And, hey, everybody, come out and support these young men, man. They put a lot of work in. It's, it's December. It's cold out there. They're practicing every night till 8 o'clock, freezing. Um, come out and give us some support and enjoy their success. Indeed. That'll be at Olympic High School tomorrow afternoon, the Queen City Bowl. Coach, we'll catch up with you soon. Take it easy. All right. Thank you. Dan Rothwell. Look, if, if they're not perfectly positioned with the right man at the job, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, there's that guy is the right guy for North Gaston football. There's no doubt about it. So, so see, see the difference between Coach Rothwell and, and, and the new coach up at Gardner-Webb? A <laughs> big difference, right? Hey, Coach Rothwell, just like he said, he said, man, it's my second season. I got stuff to learn. I'm bringing guys in here to take my job. He gets it. That's the way it's supposed to be. He's not some insecure guy who wants, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he wants to share the love for everybody. That's the kind of guy you want to hang around, man. You want to be on the staff. You want to play for him? Absolutely. Well, he's definitely the kind of guy that's going to get high school-age kids to want to come and be a part of something that could be very special down the line for this North Gaston program. Hey, I, I hope one day Coach asked me to come up there and speak to his players before a game. Wouldn't that be crazy? They'd be out there knocking somebody's heads off. I'd <laughs> have them kids jacked up and ready to go. Well, Oh, man, that'd be fun. Let's take a break. We come back on the other side. We are definitely going to talk about High school basketball tonight, Red Raider Gymnasium, the lead, Ashbrook and South Point. Coming up as we continue on this Friday morning. We'll be back in just a bit. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424.
Hi, folks. This is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising Advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Crack me up sometimes. It's Friday morning. Every day's Friday for me. Friday. Uh, you ever crack yourself up, Brian? Yes, but I make sure I do it in the company of one person. Who, you? Me. Oh, I do it in front of everybody. I don't care. What did I tell you the H stood for? Hey. <laughs> You know what I said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, listen. You said there's a big weather storm coming in this weekend. It's going to be miserable. The holidays are coming up, right? Get some soup. Ah, soup. Su- Sunday's going to be a soup day. This, you know, th- th- this is a bad time of the year, right, for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people get depressed. Things, you know, kind of kind of reevaluate the situation. Maybe, uh, maybe you look back and you're like, you know, I didn't have a really good year. Maybe there's some things you can uh, – Maybe some things you can't fix. Maybe one of those reasons are you had a bad employment situation. I can tell you how to fix that. Oh, yeah. You know know all about that? Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that. That kind of hits close to home. I know you saw. You showed me a couple posts during the break. (laughs) You kind of took that a little personal, didn't you? (laughs) Well, listen. Yeah. I got some news for you or anybody else who may have an unfavorable job situation. It's good news, Brian, because Revels Contracting Services is hiring. Oh, I thought, never mind. Oh, no, no, no. I, I didn't say Georgia Tech baseball or Wake Forest no, no, or anything no, no, like that. I, no, I was, I was told, no, never mind. Go, Queen City, pl- pl- is Queen pl- City hiring? Because I'll go over there and go to work with Grace Grill in a minute. <laughs> personal intern. I don't think they're hiring personal interns at Revels. However, 
Site superintendents, electricians, drywall and ceiling installers, as well as medical imaging install technicians. The best part is they offer competitive pay, vacation, holiday pay, 401k, insurance, the whole nine yards. Brian, they just didn't show up last week, last year, 10 years ago. They've been around since 1986. It's a long time. They've proven themselves, right? What you doing over there? Am I messing you up? No, no, no. Get you thrown off? No, I'm I'm working. Okay, well, let me finish working over here. Okay. Listen, if you're interested in looking for a job, go to revelscontracting.com. Pick up the phone, call 704-864-2000, and ask for Jason Crisp. How about that? How about that? They don't need personal assistance, do they? Uh, No, probably not. But, uh, you know, it's... We're, we're going to get into high school basketball. I'm, I'm going to show you something during the break. Show this, me now. Well, I mean, I, I won't bring it up. This, well, I mean, this just kind of, this kind of speaks to what happens when you get some positive momentum going with a high school football program. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Keep going here. I'll check this out in a second. I got to tonight. Red Raider Gymnasium, South Point Ashbrook. Big game, for Coach Coobs. I've been saying it all week. This game deserves to be on the other side of the holiday break. Yeah. Unfortunately, this game, people just aren't quite ready for mentally. Okay? I hope they're there. I hope they show up. These types of games with this level of import in the Big South Conference or any conference, but the Big South is one that we're particularly – aware of because it's right in our backyard. The reality is South Point and Ashbrook tonight could be one of the more pivotal games in this conference, and it's going to happen before you get to the holiday break. And I hope, I hope this game lives up to the hype. Well, you know, Ashbrook's about a 10-point favorite based on the averages on the season. I mean, those guys flopping down the court, Brian. You've talked about them numerous times. I mean, I, I think from their first game of the season, you know, because, you know, we, we had high expectations for Ashbrook football. And I, I think it's fair to say that uh, that program is not happy with the way that season ended, right? But those same athletes, a lot of them, transfer, you know, translate right over to uh, basketball, and now they're flying up and down the court just lighting it up, man. They're scoring 70-something points a game. Well, and, and that's the thing about it. There were flashes from Tuesday night from South Point that I saw that makes you realize, okay, this is still a really good South Point basketball team. Some of the times I saw them run their secondary break down the floor, they got some easy baskets off of it, and I'm like, okay, this is a team that I think is going to be just fine, okay? But they got to make some shots. They got to make some shots from outside. If they don't, Ashbrook could really exploit that. Yeah, and here's the, here's one thing that I'm I'm sure Coach Coobs is aware of this. In the what six games two in the six games that Ashbrook has played, Brian, they've scored seventy three plus points in five of those games. Seventy three plus. Right. Okay. The one game that they scored in the fifties was the last game they played, and they they beat East Lincoln fifty three fifty two. So they so they can they can run up and down the court and run you out of the gym and, and beat you, or if they're not playing well that night or it's a really good defensive game, they've already proven that they can hang around in close games like that. 
and still pull out a victory. Well, and I'm glad you said that because the two times they played East Lincoln, both of them were one-point ball games. Yes. 73-72 and then 53-52, which kind of gives you an idea that this Ashbrook club does have kind of an all-weather type of game to themselves. Yeah. They can win a game in the 50s. They can win a game in the 70s. Now, I don't think South Point fans should be concerned with that because I think that this is a South Point team that can win games in the 70s. Here's the downside, okay? And this is why hitting shots are so important. South Point should have a definitive size advantage against this Ashbrook club. They should. This Ashbrook club likes to get up and down the floor. They take advantage of long rebounds. Yeah. They want to run their break. They take advantage of long rebounds. They get basically a running start down the floor. If South Point knocks down shots, Ashbrook's got to pull the ball out of the net. And I'm telling you something. There is a massive difference in that 15 feet from pulling the ball out of the net to picking the ball up around the free throw line. Yeah. If you're able to do that as Ashbrook starting your possession at the free throw line, you can give South Point a lot of problems. Yeah. It's very much like field position in football. Yeah. Free throw line is like starting at the 30-yard line. At the basket, it's like starting at the 10. And the reality is, is Ashbrook, if they have to contend with pulling the ball out of the net often against South Point this evening because South Point found their range offensively, it could be a tough night for Ashbrook. And South Point could prove, while they're still one of the best teams in this area, but if South Point shoots the basketball like they did Tuesday night against Fort Mill, don't be surprised if Ashbrook wins this game and wins this game somewhat comfortably because I think they've got more than enough guys on the floor that can get downhill against South Point to either put South Point in dramatic foul trouble or easily score baskets up close and personal. Let me ask you this, Brian. You know, a lot of times in, in sports you get caught up in the excitement and your adrenaline and things like that, and uh, I, I don't think – the South Point's not a team that wants to run up and down the floor with a team like Ashbrook, are they? I think they're a team that can. But they're not ready for that yet, are they? See, ready is – I think they're ready. I think the one caveat you're, – Well, you're only ready if you're hitting the shots. Well, and that's the thing about it. And that's where if their secondary break is running, like if they're getting long rebounds from Ashbrook and they're able to get down the floor and they've got their guys trailing and filling holes and stuff – they could very much do the same thing to Ashbrook that Ashbrook likes to do to other clubs. However, if South Point gets into their set offense and Dylan Bradley is open on the wings and Grayson Kynes is open in the corners. Christian Petty. Christian Petty, those guys. If those guys aren't knocking down shots from outside, then they have done nothing to establish an offensive narrative that's going to scare Ashbrook. And as soon as Ashbrook feels comfortable, they're going to pack it in. They're not going to allow Graham Williams to beat them. They're going to dare Dylan Bradley. They're going to dare Grayson Kynes. They're going to dare Christian Petty to shoot from over the top. And if they can prove that they can't shoot over the top, Ashbrook's going to stay in that defense. And five guys rebounding against the likes of Graham Williams Spells a lot of promise for Darren Dellinger's club. However, and then they walk out with a 15 point win. They walk out with a 15 point win. However, if South Point's knocking down shots, guess what Ashbrook has to do? They have to acknowledge that yep. the floor spreads open. And now you get Graham Williams 
one-on-one -on -one against a guy five feet from the basket. Well, guess what? Graham Williams, okay, is a pretty polished basketball player. It helps he's 6'7". The fact of the matter is Graham Williams can shoot over a lot of dudes. And the Fort Mill game, in my mind, is a bit of a precursor to what we could see tonight against Ashbrook because Fort Mill didn't have a ton of size. Ashbrook's bigger than Fort Mill, but Fort Mill didn't have a ton of size. Graham Williams, late in that contest, was able to take control. And if this South Point club makes shots early, it opens up driving lanes to where now Dylan Bradley can get downhill, Christian Petty can get downhill. They're going to force Ashbrook to collapse off a dribble drive, which is going to leave Grayson Kynes wide open. If anybody needs to have a big night tonight, it's Grayson Kynes. If he can get his shot going, and he looked very timid Tuesday night shooting. He did not shoot with the same kind of confidence that I saw from him last year. If he can have a confident night shooting the basketball tonight, it could go a long way in putting South Point over the top. For South Point to win this game, what do you think? 60s, low 60s, high 50s, low 60s? See, I'm, I'm less concerned with the score being in a particular range because I think that South Point can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Ashbrook going up and down the floor. They've got plenty of depth. Cody Koobs has no problem running nine, ten guys out onto the floor. Is this team as deep as last year's team? No, not yet. However, this club has plenty of depth. So I'm not concerned with the team getting fatigued. I don't think stamina is going to be an issue. I think Koobs feels very comfortable running ten guys out there. And if this turns into a little more of a sprint than what we saw Tuesday night, it's only going to be because they started knocking down some shots. Fort Mill wanted to push tempo. South Point had no problem going with tempo. The problem they had is they just couldn't make anything from outside. I'll tell you one thing, man. If, if Ashbrook keeps playing like they are, you got to understand they only have one senior at, you know, only one senior in the lineup. Right. Ryan, that's it. It's all underclassmen. These guys start getting a little bit of confidence and some swag and hitting their shots. They're going to be dangerous, you know, after the break and, and, and as we go late into the season. Well, and, and here's a part of that that's going to play into this game. This is a young crew, okay? And I know that a lot of these guys play travel basketball. They play AAU. So they're not as wrapped up in the moment as guys coming through when I was playing because – there weren't as many opportunities. There's, a, there's an AAU travel team on every corner now. Wasn't necessarily that case 30, 35 years ago. The reality is this. Playing for your high school, playing in big games this early in the season, for a team this young, they may not be ready for this moment. South Point has been battle-tested now for quite some time. They're not going to shy off of this Ashbrook team. So I think from that standpoint, South Point's been here numerous times before. I would give that edge to the South Point Red Raiders. Again, however, if this Ashbrook team comes into Red Raider Gymnasium tonight with a little bit of fearlessness and they have no problem going to the basket with abandon, then they could really put South Point on their heels. And if they get their running game going early, it could really, really create a problem for South Point. Brian, the kid's just a junior, okay? How in the world 
are you going to stop this kid? And how much more potential, how much more upside does a kid like Isaac Byers have for Mashbrook? He's averaging 20 points a game, okay? Six rebounds a game, six assists a game, four and a half steals a game. He's all over the place. But see, here's the thing about it. The thing that makes him genuinely dangerous is that six assist a game piece. Yeah. So if everybody's working in the context of their offensive scheme and they're knocking down shots, he doesn't have to be the go-to scorer. When you take a look at this club, I, I, I jotted this down just the other day. Brian, if, if, if he's good for 20 a game and he's dishing out six assists a game, and there, none of those are three-pointers. He's good for 32 points a game. Well, and that means that Jamari Smith is going off also. Yeah. Because Jamari Smith is another one of these guys. He can put 20 up on you, and you don't even realize it. Okay? But when Isaac Byers has the guys knocking down shots around him, you can't isolate on him defensively. If this becomes the Isaac Byers show, he could hit 30 tonight, South Point still wins the game because that means Jamari Smith and some of the other pieces didn't get going. And so for Cody Coobs, you have no problem trading Isaac Byers going for 30 in this ballgame and the South Point Red Raiders picking up a win. No problem at all. The one thing that Isaac Byers is going to do is going to put a premium on the likes of Quay Harris, which I got to share something real quick. Quay Harris um, – Let's see, Quay Harris, Dylan Bradley is going to have some pressure put on him. Um, Quentin Ribicic. Yep. Quentin Ribicic did a really good job coming off the bench Tuesday night, really sort of settling this team down. I think we're going to see Quentin Ribicic get way more reps at the point guard position moving forward with this club because they had much better flow with Ribicic on the floor last Tuesday night for the South Point Red Raiders club. But Isaac Byers is a guy that can make things very uncomfortable for them moving forward. Ashbrook, uh, Ashbrook uh, good for 22 assists a game. It's pretty good. That's oh, that's, that's a phenomenally that's high number. That's dishing it out, cuz. Well, but it's making shots. Those guys share the basketball, but they're making yeah. shots. So, yeah, this is going to be a big, be tough big for matchup. Point. Yeah. We come back on the other side of the break. We'll talk some more high school basketball. But I want to share something. I'm always about the kids, okay? You know, we're talking about stash action yep. as it relates to Isaiah Cozart. I've got a little something for Quay Harris okay. when we come back. All right. Okay? We'll do that as we continue on with the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention, Gastonia homeowners. It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. 
Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, Friday morning, final segment. Glenn Beck comes on at 9 o'clock. You're ready to say something. How was that dating advice off air? It's good? <laughs> Uh, contextually my dating life okay is it's perfect is just fine perfect well well okay i was it was a generic it was generic sure, it was sure. for anybody I, right yeah we could have done a podcast for anybody right and i'm not necessarily speaking of me uh, time out if you were i didn't say it was going to be good nobody wants brian rushing Doing a dating podcast. Really? The biggest loser you could possibly find. Are <laughs> you crazy? That, nah, that's no shot. That's what makes it sexy. No. no yeah. No, no, I'm getting sick to my stomach. Look, women, women like a nerd. Huh? Women no, like no, a, they don't. Yeah, they do. They like a sports no, nerd. No, they don't. Yeah. They, they, no, they, no, they don't. They, why, why do they like me? Or do, do they? My cheese small. <laughs> Oh, jeez, uh, you crazy. What you got going on this weekend? We, we ain't even look, talked about that. Look, I'm, I'm, 
going to United Faith Christian oh, Academy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. I'm sorry. Six games, okay, tomorrow, starting at 11.45. Yeah. Concord Academy's taking on the one-of-one one prep national team. Some of those girls, one of those girls going to Carolina, right? Well, UNC Wilmington. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's the thing about it. You never know where some of these kids are going to go. Yeah. This is a high-level tournament. The Carolina Girls Hoops Report, Battle for the Crown. Six games tomorrow, all at United Faith Christian Academy. There's uh, it's going to be a lot of good basketball there. Blanca Thomas, who plays for Charlotte Catholic, she's the kid that signed with UNCW. I'll get to see her in the nightcap against Victory Christian Academy of Charlotte. Um, should be a lot of fun. I'm really excited about this. I, I love basketball, love college basketball, love high school basketball. Doesn't bother me whether it's boys or girls action. Can't wait to be there for this tournament. I hope this is the start of a great relationship with the Carolina Girls Hoops Report and anybody else that wants to bring me on for some of your higher-level high school and college basketball stuff. I can't wait. Just make the call. Was That young lady that you mentioned, what's her name again? Blanca Thomas. I w- did Coach Woods uh, recruit her? Did yes. You- okay, I wasn't sure. Yep. I don't know if she was that, going there before. That converse, Well, again, I'm sure that they've been on – that she's been on their radar. Yeah. But Nicole Woods – Nicole Woods closes. She brought some kids to Charlotte as the associate head coach. She can recruit. And, and that's why UNCW, they've already got some pieces there this year. We got a chance to see them at Winthrop. They're going to get better quick. And they're going to become a handful – for a lot of Coastal Athletic Association teams. And I can't wait to see it. I, I, I genuinely love Nicole Woods, love the family. They have been a part of my life for a long, long time now. And, and yeah, I, I can't wait to see Nicole Woods get her flowers with the Seahawks. No question about it. Dude, I am trying my best to get into the Pilot Mountain Goat race tomorrow. I signed up. You know, we, Have I, you gotten any closer? No, I'm still stuck at second on the uh, – Good grief. On the, <laughs> That's what I say, on the wait list. I guess I have it up until tonight sometime. To supper time or dinner time, whatever depending upon whatever, whatever your persuasion. Yeah. I'm trying to get in. I really want to get – because, you know, I had, I had a good – even though I cramped up for – Eight and a quarter miles last week. Brian, I haven't ran since October 30th, 29th, 30th, or something like that. I mean, I basically got off the couch and went and ran 16 and a half miles and finished 19th. Okay. Do you feel better about your hydration this week? Uh, hadn't started drinking yet. So, yeah. I mean, water, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What'd you think I was talking about? <laughs> I, 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 that sounded bad. I've lost track. I'm sorry. That sounded bad, didn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, it, I, remember, only, Monday I was hearing about vodka cranberries. And, just, and I'm like, you know, okay, how inter- much of this is hyperbole? That was for entertainment purposes only, B-Rush. Okay, okay. Yeah. No, uh, so, so this race is only seven miles. I say only seven miles, but uh, I ran it two years ago, and I, I was recovering from COVID then. And, dude, it took – that was the first. That's when I had the real COVID. That's before that thing got watered down. I mean, I had to, I had the real deal, and it took me probably, let's see, September, October, November, December, dude. It took me five months, six months to get my lungs back. So I ran that race. It was brutal. It was brutal. Uh, so anyway, looking for a little redemption to close out the year. Go up there and run that race. Okay. 
If I get in it, I got to get in. Somebody call this. If you know who, I need to find out who runs this thing. There's 115 people, I think, signed up for it. Because, Brian, when you go to these parks, there's only parking for so many people. You see what I'm saying? They can't let you just go up there and hog the whole trail up right. for the weekend. They have to leave room for, you know, just the average guy coming off the street or girl coming off the street to go hike. Sure. So, anyway, yeah, I really, really, really want to get in. But, yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I'm mentally ready, physically ready. Let's drink a bunch of water today. I'll be good to go if I get in. I want to share something. Yeah. I'm glad we brought up Wilmington. Uh-huh. Next week, I'm trying to work on something that could appeal to your sense of um, of financials, okay? You, you, you like money. You seem to be a money guy. We talked about earlier this week the Shohei Otani contract. Yeah. Okay. Friend of mine going to try to bring him on the show next week to talk about some of the ramifications that could positively impact the Dodgers but okay. negatively impact Shohei Otani if he doesn't have a plan in place. We're going to talk to someone about that next week. I just got a message from him. I think we're going to be able to pull this off. He's down in Wilmington. He's a financial planner. And we're going to talk about the Shohei Otani contract and some of the longer-running ramifications that could not necessarily be a good thing for Otani. But that'll happen next week. Of course, next week is our final full week on the Rush Hour Morning Show for this calendar year. So I promised you that I wanted to talk about Quay Harris before we get out of here. Okay? Of course, I get to do the public address for the South Point Red Raiders during the basketball season. It's a lot of fun. Being six miles away <laughs> is something that is awesome, okay? I'm, I'm back home in 10 minutes. It's great, okay? However, one of the players, a senior, Quay Harris, I don't know anything about his social media or anything of that nature. Okay. But I think tonight I'm getting ready to put him into a better position from a social media standpoint. All right. Okay. What you got? <clears throat> Quay Harris did something the other night, and, it, and this happens to me quite often. He tried to go up for a dunk or tried to rebound a ball for a dunk. And he got – I'd never noticed that Quay Harris could jump as high as he can. Okay. He got really high. Yeah. So as soon as I saw that, I jotted a little note down on their roster, and I'm going to introduce something tonight because he's a starter. Uh-oh. Going to introduce something tonight during the starting introductions. Okay. <laughs> What's he going to do? That's going to impact his social media. Uh-oh. It could change his social media handle. I don't, I don't even know that he does social media. If he does – I don't know what his handle is on Twitter or X or whatever, but he may have a new one this weekend. What is it? Quay up there. <laughs> because he got Quay like up there. I like that. On Tuesday night. Yeah, I like that. So I'm I've I've left a little note for Coach Coops yep. that he needs to be ready. Okay. Because I'm unveiling it. Tonight. Isn't that fun, Brian? Investing in those kids, oh, having fantastic. fun. Yeah, man. It's fantastic. Yeah, everybody likes a little confidence, a little swag. 
So well, I can't take it all. He, he's gonna he's gonna get he's gonna get a little swag tonight. Speak, sp- speaking of confidence and swag, you know, we, we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about a friend of mine, Dan Schramm. I told the story about Dan riding the train from North Carolina. He quit his job at the newspaper, right, and, and bet on his dreams. Well, in January, he's going to be in the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom as a videographer. Is that not crazy? That's amazing. Yeah, pursue your dreams, right? No doubt. Then we had a friend of the show, pitcher for High Point Rockers, Bryce Hensley. He's chasing his dreams. He's trying to be a singer. By the way, you bum, you still owe me an album that I ordered. Where's my album at, Bryce? Somebody tell Bryce I want my album. May have to get Bryce Hensley on the show next yeah, week. Or I could just, te- you know, I probably should have texted him in private instead of calling you, him out you, on the show. <laughs> you, you could have done hey, that. Sorry, Bryce. You could have done that. <laughs> Maybe I give him an autograph or something. Hey, uh. I want to hit you with something here. I have a friend of mine who's chasing his dreams, Craig Veltry. He's a singer-songwriter, right? He used to work with him in the wrestling business. Okay. He, he's, he's always played as a kid, right? He grew up playing guitar, singing and stuff, have aspirations. And I always told him, dude, he, he wanted to quit a million times. He wanted to quit a million times. And I said, dude, if it is your passion and you believe in yourself, don't quit. Because the last door you walk up to, and decide not to go through it might be the one that they're waiting on you on the other side for, right? Does that make sense? Indeed. He's going to be in town. He moved to Nashville. He got hot. He played all those gigs and stuff. He's going to be in town next week. I'd like to have him on the show for a couple minutes. Let him promote what he's going to do. He's going to be in town. Is he going to be performing in yeah. town? Yeah, he's going to be in town at uh, Nelly's, I think, is where he's going to be. Oh, I absolutely will yeah, I think the 23rd next Friday. Yeah, get him on the show next week. Shoot the next ball with him. Friday. Talk, we talk, talk a little wrestling and chasing his dreams and all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be good right before Christmas. It would. Yeah. If it's not, I just hang up on him. We go to somebody next. (laughs) (laughs) He knows me. Well, I mean, if he's going to be at Nelly's, is he going to do any Christmas music or is it just going to be his own original stuff? Uh, Probably a mix of both. I don't know. Okay. He had a, he's got a new album just came out. So you're not going to join him on stage and I, sing Christmas I, at Walmart or anything like I, that? Let me tell you what I had the honor of doing one time. Okay. I was in Nashville for Monster Jam, right? Okay. Craig was playing in one of those bars downtown, right? He stayed booked at all of them. Now, was this at the Tennessee Titans Stadium that you performed at? Nope. Craig was – oh, yeah, yeah. That's where Monster Jam that's was. That's where Monster Jam was. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's where we worked at. And uh, but Craig was downtown the night before we had the Monster Jam show. I went and found Craig where he was playing. Walked into the uh, walked into the venue. Craig asked me to come up on play on stage, and I got to sing on stage with Craig Veltry. <laughs> we sang some Hank Williams Jr. back in the day. Really? Yeah, I never told you that. So so G wasn't. With you, he didn't do Born the Boogie with you or anything? No, no, no. no. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even like G back then. That was a couple years ago. I don't like him too much now. <laughs> Especially since he don't text me back or call me back. He hadn't been on the show. I, that's... I, I hope he don't get anything for Christmas. Wow. Yeah, flat tire. Wow. Yeah, and his phone don't work. He has to change it by himself. <laughs> and the jack's missing. <laughs> and the spare's missing. <laughs> We're done with another week on the Rush Hour Morning Show. He knows I love him. This cutting up. Of course. Yeah. Next week, our final full week of the 2023 calendar. And we've got a lot in store for you. Have a phenomenal weekend. Before we go, I want to say really sincerely congratulations to Coach Rothwell. First class guy. I'm so happy for him and the success. That, you know, he gets an opportunity to coach in this game this week. Also, Coach Hodge. Uh, who else? Coach Devine. 
Right. For Burns, all those guys, friends of the show. Queen City Bowl, Saturday. The East-West All-Star Game has been moved to Saturday. That Co- Coach Hodge is going to be a part Coach of. Coach Washington. I forgot about Coach Washington. Sure thing. Coach yeah. Washington, head coach of one of the teams in the Queen City Bowl. Glenn Beck comes on at 9 o'clock. Have a phenomenal weekend, everybody. God bless. We'll see you on Monday on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. Streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.